0: This is the Tennis Podcast, and the voice you're hearing right now is the voice of your host, Nick. Just a regular host. I'm joined at this time by a guest Mm -mm. friend of the show. Co-host. Equal. His name is Brandon. Yeah, my name is Brandon. This is the Tennis Podcast. You're listening to it. Thanks for joining me. You're a great friend of the show. We might look into having you be a permanent part of the show at some point because you've been on so often, but thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. This is the show where one of us comes prepared with a top 10-ish list and the other tries to guess. The other is unprepared. The other is unprepared in every way, not just in this podcast, but every single way in the world. You are woefully unprepared for what is about to happen to you today. Are you ready? Well, you know, before we get to the list, we have some business to take care of. Let's do business. Yeah, we did not read our iTunes reviews last week, so I want to start with that. Oh, yeah. Let's get to those. And I got a doozy for you to kick us off. Okay. Okay. So, what we're doing is we're reading reviews that people leave for us on iTunes and if you want us to read your review, all you got to do is rate us five stars and write a review and we will read it. This review comes from the Suck My Fanfic podcast. Mm -hmm. you remember us giving them a shout out last week? Yeah. They wrote a review for us and it's kind of a long one but it's worth it. You ready? Yeah. I want to preface this by saying I'll suck nothing. A new episode, dot, dot, dot. My pulse quickened. It can't be, I said aloud, incredulously. (laughs) What is it? Spongebob moaned sleepily. It can't be that important, Harry Potter murmured, rolling over. Come back to bed. It's- it's nothing, I say as I darkened my phone screen while stepping quietly from the room. I had been waiting all day for this moment, but when it arrived, it still struck me like a bolt from the blue. Incredulously, I rechecked my screen, but it was true. It was a new episode of Tennis, a new list on a new topic, a new sensation, The blood rising in my cheeks, I thought of Nick and Brandon whispering in my ear for the next hour and a half. I chuckled preemptively at all the other clever quips they were sure to have. An involuntary shudder ran through my body at the thought of the fun facts I would have to share with my friends after I listen. A warm, loving sensation overwhelms me, but I'm hesitant. I'm not sure if I'm ready. I'm afraid. SpongeBob's characteristic, staccato chortle, causes me to jump and I cast one last glance over my shoulder at the door. To ready my trembling digits, I take a deep breath. I close my eyes, I take the leap, I hit subscribe. God bless. Was he romantically entangled with Harry Potter and Spongebob? Well, that's the Suck My Fanfic podcast. That's what they do. They read fan fiction from sources like Spongebob and Harry Potter. Are they sexual in nature? They can be and they often are. And they often (laughs) are. Well, thank you. That was very sweet. Yeah, very sweet. And descriptive. Here's another one that you'll like. This comes from, uh, let's see, Dino Gang of One. Oh, Dino Gang of One. Okay. My God. They say, fun conversational cast. Nick and Brandon have great chemistry and the generational gap is fodder for a hysterical podcast. Wait, what the fuck? Myself, (laughs) myself being a bit older than Brandon, I get you, brother. So, this guy must be in a nursing home or something. He's older than you. I'm 37 years young. No, no, Brandon, we're not talking about how old you were in 1992, we're talking about- Are you 28 or 29? I'm 29. See, that's not that much difference. You're a millennial and I am- I think I'm also technically a millennial. You're a baby boomer. No, I'm not. I'm a Gen -er. Xer. I identify as a Gen Xer. You sure act like a baby boomer. I can identify as whatever the fuck I want. Uh, Well... I actually identify as a Civil War veteran more than I do a millennial. Well, I understand that. I mean, the Civil War was big news during your childhood. All right. With that business out of the way, now, Brandon, tell me the list. I'm ready. Here's this week's list. Get ready. May your pulse quicken. I told you I'm ready already. It's the 10 most common phobias. Oh, no. Now, and I've also switched it up and I've injected some celebrity facts in here. Well, I know you love to inject things. Mm. The 10 most common phobias comes from worldatlas.com. Do you remember World Atlas encyclopedias? Yeah. Yeah, that's for those of you who are also born before uh, 1970 like me, Hmm. before we had Wikipedia, your parents would probably have purchased a set of encyclopedias uh, sometime around the time you were born which means that they were not up to date. They were at least, usually at least 10 years out of date, but it was an encyclopedia where you could go and look stuff up and get your questions answered or find out, you know, try to find boobies when you were 12. Mm-hmm. And World Atlas or World Book Atlas used to make those. Uh, and now, they're in the business of making these lists. Well, by the way, I, my childhood was not full of internet things, you know. Uh-huh. I didn't start using the internet regularly till I was a teenager. I'll bet you pervert. But I'm just like, what was the world like where you couldn't just look up Bruce Willis's birthday on a whim at any time? Yeah. The example I remember when we first went to college and had high speed internet for the first time was just a few years before that. If you wanted, if you were having an argument with someone about how many feet there are between home plate and first base... It would just be one person's word against the other yelling yeah. at each other unless you like went to the public library and used the card catalog to look up baseball and then hope that they had the book there on the shelf. And then and then you'd have to look through and it. And then like look through the whole goddamn book as opposed to just going to Wikipedia or in this case, Google and typing in your question or typing in baseball and finding the answer. Uh, yeah, it sucked. That's why they called it the Dark Ages. Yeah. And another example is I'm a big Stephen King reader and, you know, he has books from like the 70s, obviously, from the not like the 70s, from the 70s. In most of his books, he has quotes, sometimes obscure, sometimes really well known at the start of a chapter. Right. And I was thinking about this the other day. Where the hell do you even... There's no... In the 70s, you would have had to have remembered a quote or wrote it down or you would have had to... Research. I would imagine that Stephen King is a, I think he, I've even seen proof that he's a voracious reader. I saw a picture of him at a Boston Red Sox game and he was reading in between pitches, Uh, not his own book. (laughs) So, I would imagine that a lot of the quotes he pulled from those were from books that he owned and he also often uses lyrics. Right. Yeah, lyrics, which at that time, you'd have to have the album with the lyrics printed in it, you know, in the case for it. He, you know, I remember uh, it was The Long Walk I just recently read, which is a Bachman book. And he had a quote in there about it was like a three sentence quote from some game show in like the 60s. How'd this happen? <laughs> I don't He's understand. a genius and you're not. Okay. Well, anyway, we, sidetrack. Let's yeah. get back to your list here. So, speaking of Stephen King and f- spooky stuff, let's get back to phobias. Phobias are the most common type of mental illness affecting between 9 and 18% of people in the U.S. A phobia is a persistent fear, objects and situations. For a fear to be considered a phobia, it must be long lasting, six months or more. Fear can be developed after a negative experience or may be genetic or inborn. Before we get into the 10 most common phobias, I want to tell you some phobias that are not uh, on the most common, uh, some celebrities that have strange phobias. Are you ready for these? Mm. No. But go ahead. You'll never be ready for these. Nicole Kidman, star of Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. She has lepidopterophobia. That's the fear of butterflies. Wait. Multiple sources report Nicole Kidman has a fear of butterflies. See, the thing about phobia is it's such a slippery slope of like someone that doesn't like something versus a clinical fear. Yeah, I will say while I am positive that there is someone who suffers a debilitating clinical fear associated with each of these phobias, most of the celebrities listed on here probably said once in an interview that they are, you know, freaked out by a certain type of thing. Yeah. So, someone just says they've got the phobia. Right. But being reasonable doesn't make for good content. So, as far as we're concerned, every time I mention a celebrity with a phobia, it is debilitating. They are like that pickle girl on Maury Povich. She had a pickle phobia and Maury said, look behind you. And there was a pickle? And she turned around. There was a big old screen just full of pickles rolling and flopping what? and stuff and then someone came out with a big bowl of pickles and that won't- Why'd they do that to her? Because Maury exploits people. <laughs> but, but he usually does it under the guise of trying to help them. No, the phobia ones are the best. If you Google or if you look up on YouTube <laughs> Maury Povich phobia or pickle girl, there's a girl who's terrified of pickles, there's one who's scared of cotton balls, there's one who's scared of chickens. Now, look, I'm not trying to shit on anybody that has a legitimate phobia of things, but just seeing a picture of a pickle, it's not going to hurt you. It can't do anything to you in a picture. Not according to her. I don't understand it, but that's... This lady went into fight or flight mode (laughs) when she saw some Vlasic Dills. So, I'm going to assume that all of these celebrities have the same horrible debilitating phobia. Okay, you heard it here first, people. If you want to feel free to report this in any blogs or news articles you write that these celebrities have debilitating phobias yeah. of- quote me. Yeah. Quote me on it. Orlando Bloom has swinophobia, the fear of pigs. Hang on a minute, where the hell's Orlando Bloom been? When's the last time you saw that guy, anything? Uh, he was in the movie Kingdom of Heaven. That's where uh, a pig ran loose on the set. And Orlando Bloom ran like crazy. And I got to admit, for almost all of the fears on here, I think most of them are founded. A pig has teeth that can crunch bone and they'll eat anything. Yeah, but pigs are generally pretty nice to people. Mm. Even though people treat them like shit and eat their asses. Have you ever heard the phrase hog wild? Yeah, that's a hog. That's not a A pig. A hog is a pig and they go fucking wild. And no, but I'm talking about like a little pot belly pig that people have as pets. Orlando Orlando Bloom probably tried out or like auditioned for the role of Babe and didn't get it. <laughs> uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Imagine Babe the movie, but it's just Orlando Bloom on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando <laughs> uh, Or uh, Billy Bob Thornton, he is afraid of antique furniture. He says it's gross. He has a point, a lot of dust. But is that a fear? Yes. Or is that just dislike? You know what I mean? He said he can't eat in a room that has old furniture in it. He'll gag. I don't know if I'd call that a fear, but I'm no doctor. If it's on this piece of paper, it's a debilitating. You're right. You're right. Uh, Brad Pitt has sec- celicophobia, the fear of sharks. The fear of sharks? Sh- <laughs> yeah. And um, when he's doing press tours, he's always farting, but like at a at a great, great risk. Great personal risk. Yeah. But everybody's fucking scared of a shark. That's what I was going to say, and shark. Yeah. But like the shark, I'm just not buying these, but I know you're right. Tyra Banks, she's got delphinophobia, That's fear of dolphins. Stupid. I know you come across dolphins a lot in your everyday life, fucking Tyra. (laughs) Oprah is afraid of chewing gum. And chewing gum, I mean- Oprah Oprah forbids it. Okay. Walt Disney, he's dead now. Hmm. But when he was alive, he very much suffered from musophobia. You want to guess what so, that is? It's the fear of mice. Wait a minute. That's fucking ironic, right? There's no way that's true. Well, it's written on this piece of paper, so it's true. I just think that's someone trying to be cute with twisting his... All right. Yeah. We can't dwell too much on these because we know they're all true. You're right. You're right. I got I to gotta move on. They're all true. Katie Holmes has agrizoophobia, the fear of raccoons. I actually have agrizoophilia. I love raccoons. Wait a minute, is that a real thing, that word? agrozoophilia? Well, I just replaced phobia with philia. Oh, because you can't get your fill of raccoons? Yeah, I can't get... I don't know if philia means love like tenderly. I just think they're cute animals. Who is this, Katie Holmes? Katie Holmes. She dated Tom Cruise. She was married to him and she had his child. (laughs) She has little raccoon children with him. Now, hang on, you're defending raccoons here for being cute and cuddly, but their asses got rabies. Pigs never hurt a man. Pigs can get rabies and they have hurt men. No, they haven't. Uh, a fucking boar. Okay, a bo- are we talking wild? about boars or are we talking about pigs? Do you speak English? They're the same Same thing. They're not. A boar has more hair on it. It's like saying a cat is the same thing as a lion. They are. Feline. They're broadly the same thing, but they're not. Uh, M&M. He suffers from a form of ornithophobia, which is a fear of birds, but he fears owls. Yeah, I can buy that one. I am also scared of owls. One time I was taking a walk early in the morning, two owls, and I can't tell if they were fucking or fighting. (laughs) Same thing. Flew down, swooped in front of me, flopping, flapping their wings all over each other, (laughs) and then they both took off. Did they shove you down some stairs and then blame your husband for killing you? <laughs> yeah. They just fluttered about on the sidewalk, either making tender love to each other no. or fighting to the death. I couldn't tell. It's never tender love. It's always forced. It's <laughs> scratchy, talony love. Yeah, there's, there's, in the entire animal kingdom, with very few exceptions, there is no tender love. <laughs> it's, it's always, it always does look like a, different, like a very fine line between fighting and fucking. You know, if there, if there is a god, why does the male animal have to force sex upon the female? Why not just make it pleasurable for the female like it is for humans? Mm, bonobos monkeys. They all, they Okay. Mm. Stop. Just move on. Yeah. So, let me see the last ones on You here. and the goddamn bonobos. I've heard you say that four or five times. <laughs> Those monkeys are horny little guys. David Beckham also fears birds. Jake Gyllenhaal is afraid of ostriches. And Shannon Elizabeth of American Pie fame is afraid of chickens. And lastly... Does she eat them, you think? Do you think people that are afraid of chickens eat chicken? No, because that's how you control your the thing that you're afraid of is you eat, consume it. Hmm. Uh, Can I consume you? Hitler. Do you remember him? Was he a phobia of peace and harmony? He's talking about Adolf Hitler here. Not Billy Hitler? Aylorophobia. Aeloro, Aelor, that's the fear of cats. Why do they have to name this shit like this? I don't know. Why not just call it catophobia? Catophobia, yeah. I mean, shit. Why we should have created the stri- strategic intelligence offices in World War II? Once they learned that Hitler was afraid of cats, we should have created a tactical kitty cat unit. Hmm. The cats would not listen to us. Yeah, they, I've heard it's hard to herd cats. Sorry, I don't trust anyone that doesn't like cats. Those aren't the most. Those aren't on the list of most common. Now, because I don't think these are ranked exactly, I think we we should do, I will say the phobia name okay, and you tell me what that is the fear of, okay? Okay. And I'm going to start with the one on this list that I feel is the least interesting so that we have only good things to look forward to. Acrophobia, A-C-R-O-phobia. See, the problem with this shit is that these names, they are gibberish. With some are not okay. It's acro acrophobia. Acro, but I should not look for hints in the word. Sometimes you should, sometimes you shouldn't. I don't think acro. Maybe acrobat. Okay, fear of the human butt. No, what? Why would an acrobat be afraid of a butt? We're not talking about acrobats. We're talking about acrophobia. Well, acro. If you were trying to use a root word, but I'm not. I gave up on that. Uh, It's not butts. I'm just guessing blindly now. Well, I'm going to guess the fear of a remote control for the television. No. Acrophobia, if you take the root word acro mm. and say acrobat, where does an acrobat perform? Fucking circus. Hi- but what part of the circus? Fucking high, right? Heights. Heights, it's the fear of heights. That's stupid. Acro... <laughs> no, I mean, the word is, the word no. is stupid. I mean, is that, how they de- is that how they arrived at that word by doing... Ac- Acro is probably a Latin root. I want to talk to these Latins that ruined all of our words. So, there a celebrity that suffers from acrophobia, the fear of heights is Matt Damon. I mean, that's a very common... Well, it, I mean, these are the most common fears. I am uh, somewhat afraid of heights. I own a ladder, but I rarely climb to the tippy top of it. Well, nobody does. You don't have to be afraid of heights to not climb to the tippy top. Things rickety as hell up there. Have you ever been on your roof or the roof of any of your homes as an adult, not as a teenager doing stupid shit? No, I have not as an adult, no. Me neither. I don't put up Christmas lights. I would rather, I'd rather pay someone to do it because I'm terrified of falling off the roof. And roofs are steeper now than they used to be. Why? I don't what's know. What's the ask- science, but what's the rationale behind making the roofs steeper? Oh, to make them that way? I thought you meant the proof and the proof was just I look around. <laughs> Why do they make them steeper? Well, So, I- the roofers can have a fun way to slide down? They can tell you the square footage of the house is larger. It provides more attic space and- I believe a steeper grade is potentially better for the roof over time because there would be less water collected on it, right? Or sitting on it. I don't know. But either way, I'm not getting up there Mm. and me and Matt Damon are on the same page when it comes to heights. Well, do you remember how roofers are one of the deadliest jobs from our Deadly Jobs episode? Well, there you go. Remember, they're having Thanksgiving dinner up there. Yes, that's sad. But two guys who won't be having Thanksgiving dinner up there are me and Matt Damon. I think you're going to have to convince Matt Damon to spend a second with you first. He's afraid of a lot of stuff. His name will come up again. Let's do another one that has a root word. Ophidiophobia. With a T-H? Ophidiophobia. O-P-H-I-D-I-O-phobia. Ophidio? Ophidiophobia? I would never be able to guess this one. Video. I, I don't know. Uh... Let me see what the root word. "ophis." The word comes from the Greek words "ophis." Uh, well, if when I tell you this, you're going to get it. Uh, uh, guess it. Greek word "ophis" means snake. Oh, okay. It's the fear of snakes. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'm afraid of snakes. Yeah, who the fuck isn't afraid of snakes? But like I said, these are the most common phobias. What about the weirdos that have snakes as pets? Uh, Fucking weirdos. If you have a snake as a pet, just unsubscribe from our show. Oh my God, don't. <laughs> Every single one of our, of our listeners right now has their headphones in and is rubbing a snake. <laughs> Matt Damon included. I'm also afraid of snakes. People who suffer from ophidiophobia are mainly concerned uh, about the bites and the venom associated with a snake. Uh, I am also freaked out by the unhinging of their jaw to swallow large live prey. Uh, And I'm also scared of how the fuck do they move. (laughs) I don't understand how a snake moves and I have always assumed that it's the invisible hand of Mephistopheles himself gently nudging them along the ground. Well, if that's true, how's he doing it to every snake at the same time with one hand? He's omnipotent Mm -hmm. or omniscient. They move around because they have invisible arms and legs. You just can't see them. Gross. Snakes are scary and there's uh, some celebrities- who agree with me. All right, Brandon, how much would I have to pay you? If there was a pit of snakes, Mm-mm. 100 snakes, just hear me out here. 100 snakes in a bathtub with 100 snakes. It made my jaw tremble. <laughs> Fucking thinking about it. They're really scary looking, but it's guaranteed that they've all been defanged and they, they, cannot in, in, uh, insert their, they cannot inject their venom into you. So, they're basically harmless in every way. Okay. How much would I have to pay you to sit in that bathtub and let them swarm all over you? Am I clothed? That's up to you. Well, then I'm wearing a wetsuit or a hazmat suit. No, 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 no. You got you can be clothed but only everyday clothes. Okay. I'm wearing jeans and a hoodie now so, I'll just say that I'm wearing that and then I'm going to sit in the bathtub. I don't have to lay down, I just have to sit. Yeah, but they're going to be going all around you oh. and you got to sit in there, you got to watch a full episode of Game of Thrones in there. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to concentrate the whole time screaming. How much would you have to pay? I want a real answer. Don't tell me a billion dollars. I know. and I like to be very thoughtful about this. I like to try to get the minimum amount. A lot of assholes would just go, it has have to be a million dollars. It wouldn't be a million dollars. Because at this point, it's just getting over your fear. Yeah. Because they can't hurt you. They're icky. I do it for 500 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's lower than I would have said. I would have a really bad time. But with that $500, I turn right around and buy a Nintendo Switch. You can do that now. You make more money than I do. (laughs) I think I'd do it for $2,500. I keep thinking about that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the beginning when he's young and he develops his fear of snakes because he falls into basically what you just described, only worse, a giant crate full of slithery snakes. And he starts screaming and he gets out of there. And then he's running from the bad guys and there's a moment where a bad guy grabs him and they're Mm -hmm. sort of tussling and then like a snake comes out from his sleeve and gets on the guy and the guy's like, oh, fuck and he jumps off the train. And then there's another part later where he's running and he stops. He's like, oh, something feels tickly and he pulls another snake out from his shirt and that's what I think would happen to me. Oh, like the snakes would just keep popping out like even after you've already left the bathtub? Yeah, I'd be finding snakes in my underwear for weeks. (laughs) I got snakes in my underwear all the time. Am I right? Once when I was young, I went to this dance party. Uh, <laughs> oh, someone's birthday. No, you're gonna have to elaborate. You went to a dance party. Well, it was like a it was a party at a place where there was dancing. Huh. I had a bunch of drinks, and there was Hang a bunch. On, of- We're gonna stop. Brandon, sidekick host of the tennis podcast, went to uh, a dance party. And did you get your groove thing on? Yeah, I was. Did you shake what your mama gave you? Yeah. Did you do the stanky leg? I want to know the kind of dance moves you did. I don't remember. I, I, was, I had a lot to drink. Uh, and then there was confetti. And one of my friends, I remember, kept putting confetti in my shirt and my clothes. And I woke up the next day with confetti in my ass. I got to tell you, I mean, you find things in your ass all the time. So, I mean, my wanting to know your dance moves is a lot more interesting than how that story ended up. So, celebrities with ophidiophobia. Uh, Johnny Cash had it. He died from it. Wait, he died. Johnny Cash died from snakes. I don't know that for sure. He is dead, and he had a fear of snakes. Oh, okay. So I'm just, I'm just making a leap. That no, you're drawing a natural conclusion. I get it. Uh, he died of a snake. Britney Spears has a fear of snakes, even though she uh, waltzed out with a a big wh- whitish yellow one on her. Yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon is afraid of snakes. I'm gonna save you some time. Just say everyone. Every celebrity in the history of the world is afraid of snakes. Justin Timberlake. How about John the Baptist? Was he afraid of snakes? I'm sure he feared the serpent. How about Ringo Starr? Gandhi? No, Gandhi lived in an area where they could play a little flute and a snake would just come up out of a basket. How'd they train those? I mean... They don't train them. Snakes love little flutey music. (laughs) They do not. And that's why a lot of people with aphidiophobia carry around a little flute. Flutie music. <laughs> okay. So, this one... Hang on. My dog, we, we, my, we watch The Office here at my house uh-huh. because if you don't listen to Office, just fucking unsubscribe right now. When the uh, theme song comes on, doo, 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 mm-hmm. my dog will stop everything and stare at the TV and like tilt his head back and forth like he's trying to figure it out. No matter uh-huh. how many times, we, we could watch it 10 times in a row and he'd do it every time. It's because every time you watch it, he's like, this shit again? <laughs> He's like, I could I could quote this episode by now. Let's uh, see if you can guess this one. Arachnophobia. Biters. Yeah. Everyone knows that one. Everyone knows arachnophobia from the movie Arachnophobia. Haven't seen it. I never saw it either, but it had John Goodman in it. Uh, arachnophobia is the most common phobia, the most common of common phobias. Yeah. Uh, arachnophobia also includes scorpions, which I think are... I'm not afraid of spiders. Spiders, I get, I understand spiders look scary. No. God, you're such an asshole. Just listen. They hide in your shoes and bite the shit out of you for doing nothing. I've never been bitten by a spider. They eat yucky, annoying bugs like mosquitoes. Yeah, well, they're not doing a good enough job. People say that shit, but I still get bit by mosquitoes a million times every summer. The spiders aren't doing that good. Some victims of arachnophobia have been known to take bold steps, such as burning down a house to get rid of a spider. <laughs> and guess who's afraid of spiders? Everyone. Johnny Depp and Justin Timberlake. JT himself. Justin Timberlake is starting to sound like he has a Woody Allen-sized list of phobias. Well, see, here's the deal. I feel You said this is the number one phobia, I believe you. But I think the snake phobia would be more common if people ran into snakes more often than they do spiders. Yeah, snakes do a pretty good job of keeping to themselves but if you open the door in the bathroom and you see a spider chilling in the corner, even if you're not freaked out, you're like, whatever, spider, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to leave and I'm just going to assume that you'll do your spider thing and leave. No. That spider will fucking sit there, you'll come back six hours later, he'll be in the same spot (laughs) and when you look at him, he'll wave a little fist at you like, "I I don't give a fuck, I'll be here as long as I want. And yeah, I am still alive. You might think I'm dead. Come over, try to poke me. That's when I'm going to- There's so much wrong with this. I have so much problems with what you just said. First of all, I walk in the bathroom, I see a spider, any spider. I see it chilling in the corner, yeah. fucker's dead. 10 seconds, he's dead. Oh. And you're telling me you- li- Black Widow's hanging out in your corner. I don't- This is an example. No, I don't look at a spider hanging out in the house and then just leave him. If I see a spider outside, I always leave him alone. Even if he's on your porch? Yeah, I don't care. If it's a if it's a brown recluse walking around on your porch, you'll leave him there. I wouldn't recognize a brown recluse other than- uh, Recluse? What the fuck is that spider doing on my porch? Shouldn't he be hiding somewhere? He's trying to get into your house, fucking kill you. <laughs> he wants to be reclusive inside my house? It's the truth. That's why they're called that. They hide in your shit. And they're deadly. I If I see a spider in the if house- If you love spiders, just unsubscribe to this show. Stop. Stop, our numbers were dwindling. At the time we're done, everyone's getting If I see a spider in the house, I'll try to get him or her. I wouldn't say, yeah, her. Get him or her. Charlotte was a lady spider. (laughs) I tried to scoop them up so as not to crush them. We'll just like let them, I'll like fling it into the grass. No. Are you still giving an example or is this real life? No, that's the real life. You scoop them up and you don't just kill them? But listen... Oh, I'm getting so mad right now. Everyone else in my house is terrified of them. So, if my wife or my son spot the spider first, I have to kill it. Well, yeah, but is that because I know that they're inflatable. So, is that you telling yourself to kill it and you just pretend it's them saying it? No, I don't. I prefer not to m- murder. But why? If the brown recluse is in your house and you catch him, you're going to scoop him up and put him back outside? If I f- You're the problem. If I am positive that I've identified a poisonous spider, I will execute it. But you can't be positive it's not a poisonous spider. So, therefore, they're all, they're guilty until proven innocent in my house. I, and by the way, they're never innocent. I say harmless until proven otherwise or identified by my family. Tell you what, if I see a spider that's like in one of the empty lots by my house, I'm not going to kill it. I'll just go along my way but if it's on my property well, I mean, not in like my f- the, my front lawn but if he's on my porch or anywhere near the front door or back door or in the house I must defend this house! He's done I'll tell you one thing that I am disgusted by about spiders and that's walking into a spider web. Yeah, one more reason to execute them. It's disgusting, it's sticky you can't find it to pull it off. That's what she said. <laughs> and everyone says, it's silk. A spider spins silk. It's spider jizz yeah. that came out of their ass. <laughs> yeah. What if humans could spin webs? Like it was normal. We uh, eat food, we drink water, we wear clothes, we spin webs. Like to make a hammock? To catch prey. To drink its blood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in the corner, like in your house right now, there'd be a big old spider web, jizz from your asshole. And in it would just be a bunch of bugs caught there, big and small. But I, li- but I like real food, so are you saying like I'd be throwing hot dogs in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into the web? And then you'd climb up there naked and you'd use your little spongy hands to crawl through the web and you'd grab that hot dog and suck its blood out. Well. And then you'd take, a- instead of water, you'd take a big drink of peanut butter. <laughs> okay. So, our next fear. Let's move on to another one that might be difficult to guess. This is called trypanophobia. T-R-Y-P-A-N-O-phobia. Piano. Fear of pianos. No. It is the fear of a medical procedure involving injections and hypodermic needles. You didn't give me a chance to guess. 10% of adults suffer from trypanophobia. I would guess that it's way more than that. Yeah, and 100% of kids. Sometimes a person's suffering. From trypanophobia, can't even look at another person that's receiving an injection. But I think this is a healthy fear Yeah. because why shouldn't you be afraid of a needle going into your skin? Because there's sycophants out there, sadomatic, sadomac, what's that word? Sadom- Sadomasochists? Yes. Probably the same people that like spiders and they should unsubscribe from our show. Pinhead from Hellraiser does not suffer from germaphobia. No. I couldn't find any celebrities willing to admit that they suffer from it. But I'm just guessing, based on previous information, that Matt Damon and Justin Timberlake are afraid of needles. I'm afraid of needles. I When I'm getting blood drawn, I cannot look. I have to look away. Oh, that reminds me. Earlier this week, you suffered at the hands of a needle. I did. How was it? You received a permanent mark on your body. I received two of them. And it did not cause you to develop trypanophobia?
1: I already had it, brother. Oh. Well, it didn't help. No, did I mean- it help?
0: I don't know. I couldn't look at first and then after a few minutes, I was able to look at it. You looked and your eyes went super wide like that dog staring at the cupcake? Or Momo? Uh, yeah. Do you have a fear of needles, Brandon? No, it doesn't really bother me. This is like one of the only ones that I don't identify with on here. You said you love spiders and you want to have sex with them all the time, so you're not afraid of them. I think spiders are gross. Snakes, scared. Heights, scared. Needles, no big deal. Why don't you just marry a spider already? You know, our next one, let's try a uh, cynophobia. I think that's how you say it. Cynophobia. Kynophobia. C-Y-N-O-phobia. A fear of getting a stuffy nose. No, it's not, nothing to do with your nose. To me, this one should have been called caninophobia. Okay, fear of dogs, you asshole. Fear of dogs. We're supposed to guess on this show, you know. Well, you were never going to get that. So, more females have a fear of dogs than males. Most adults that suffer from cyanophobia developed it during childhood, especially between the ages of five to nine years. It often develops after a person has a nasty experience with a dog such as being bitten or chased and I... As a kid, I really identified with this when I, I had this fear, a serious fear of dogs from the age of four or five until I was about 16. Now, when you say fear, do you just mean a desperate need for attention and so, you made up something so people would coddle you? No, dogs really scared. When I was little, I was being babysat, uh, not by a dog but there was a dog there and the dog was aggressive and it trapped me on the couch and was growling and barking at me. Did you deserve it? No. Uh, Yeah, I bet you deserved it. Yeah, I was uh, freaked out by dogs of all kinds till I was like 16 uh, and then my brother got a dog and that dog uh, helped me get over and now I love dogs. Now, now I suffer from sinophilia and I love dogs too much. I don't love them too much. I don't read into that. Yeah. But I like dogs. Have you ever been bit by a dog? No. Well, you know, I worked in a veterinary office for like six years in high school and college. Mm-hmm. I saw thousands of dogs during that time and I was never bit by a dog once during that time, but I was bit by three cats. Yeah, you've got bad. What's cat, uh, what was the cataphobia? You and Hitler have something in common, a fear of cats. Sure. So, yeah, uh, celebrities. With Sinophobia. there's only one celebrity uh, that would admit to it, and his name was Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson, have you heard about this "Leaving Neverland" documentary everyone's talking about? I watched it last night. You did? Where is it? Is it on Netflix? It's on HBO. We had to turn it off. It was that bad. I mean, we I, we watched part one, and it was more. It was a little over two hours long, and two hours is a long, long time to hear. Uh, people describe being groomed and then abused by a pedophile. You know, I have not seen it yet. I plan to watch it but I have always worked with the assumption that he was probably innocent but it sounds like my mind's going to be changed after watching this. After, I kind of thought the same thing that these were people who um, were trying to get some money from him. I think that... There still is an element of that. You can definitely see with both of these, they're both men and they were both fairly young. So, like I said, I only watched part of the first part of it. Both of the young men had entertainment aspirations. One was like a five year old Michael Jackson dancing prodigy, and the other one, a commercial actor and acted in a Pepsi commercial with Michael. In both cases, Michael had them on stage. At a concert dressed in, both of them dressed in like miniature versions of the bad outfit. Yeah. Both of them performed what basically amounted to the same performance in his concert. The stories are very similar but you could tell that the parents were like, yeah, we're going to take advantage of every, Michael Jackson is inviting our child to go on tour with him and be best buddies with him Mm -hmm. and so, we're going to go and get this free trip and ride in limousines and stay in fancy hotels. So the parents totally complicit in having stars in their eyes or dollar signs in their eyes. But I think the parents were using Michael and Michael was using the parents and the children. I think it was sort of a mutual using. But you could definitely tell from the stories he was grooming them in the same sort of disgusting, insidious ways that you hear of others doing. It comes off as extremely believable and it was very it was to me, it was just disturbing to keep hearing about it. And eventually we were like, uh, let's just turn this off and go to bed. Well, you mentioned grooming them. Uh, that reminds me of Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you seen it yet on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I saw that and was similarly discuss- A very similar feeling I got from watching both of those is that this is groom- uh, the Abducted in Plain Sight, if you haven't see- seen it. It is fucking infuriating. It's Yeah, it's on Netflix. But there's so many twists and turns in that story that you're not expecting as a viewer. Just these bombshells with the parents and it's just, it is disturbing and hard to watch and hard to sympathize with the parents as well. Yeah, if you are a fan of disgusting, disturbing documentaries, what a time to be alive. Well, we are in a documentary renaissance right now for sure. This is an e- should be an easy one to guess. Aerophobia. Airplanes. Aeroplanes, it's the fear of flying. Oh no, I meant aerosol. Aerosol spray. Aerophobia is the fear of flying. Is that any forms of flying? It's like getting in an airplane. So, not growing wings and flying or not hanging on the back of the never-ending story dragon while he flies? being a little woodchuck flying on the back of that bird. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, those things don't count as a fear for for this phobia. He didn't give a shit, he just grabbed that bird and said, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) He said, I'll get off at the next stop. (laughs) So, there aren't actually a lot of good like facts about fear of flying, it's pretty straightforward. That's just one of of the few that I don't uh, identify with, I don't have any fear of flying. Turbulence doesn't bother me. I'm just more sort of annoyed by the whole flying airport adventure. Yeah, I have a much bigger fear of sitting next to an asshole than I do of turbulence. Yes. But there's some celebrities and you know, celebrities fly in airplanes a lot, I guess. Yeah, I do. We do. But there's some celebrities that have aerophobia. Uh, One of them who is dead is Johnny Cash. Wait a minute. Johnny Cash is dead? He was afraid of snakes. Oh, God, I wasn't ready for this. A snake killed him and he's afraid of flying. His least favorite movie, was snakes on a plane. Tired of all these motherfucking snakes. On this Monday to Friday plane. Ben Affleck, afraid of flying. Aretha Franklin. R. Kelly. Hmm. R. Kelly, uh, if you had not heard about it, he is uh, an alleged pederast. And also, Whoopi Goldberg. Also alleged. (laughs) No, no. Oh, no. Uh, I like Whoopi. uh, Whoopi is not alleged anything uncouth. Although it is alleged that she has aerophobia of fear. Alleged that she's got a pants full of Whoopi cushions. Uh, And my wife uh, records the view. Hmm. Hmm. She usually watches the first few minutes of it in the evening. I've been looking for Whoopi for a month. Whoopi. And Whoopi has had pneumonia. But I'm starting to think something else is up with Whoopi. There's a whole other thing going on with Whoopi. I think Whoopi might, I think Whoopi might be gravely ill. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I, you're making some assumptions here. I am and I'm letting it air out here first, but I want it to be known that I have deep concerns for Whoopi's health. How old is Whoopi now? No, I think she's in her 60s. Let's look it up. I actually looked up Whoopi very recently. Yeah, I fucking bet you did. I bet you did. Oh, my God. I just looked <laughs> up her fucking wiki. Her age is 63 years young. Huh. Her birthday is November 13th, 1955. Let me see. Hang on. Can you say it again? I'm writing it down. November 13th. Let me see if it says anything about her. Um, Setting reminder on my iPhone to wish Whoopi happy birthday on November 13th. It doesn't say that she currently has pneumonia, but... If you don't think Whoopi Goldberg has a serious illness like Brandon, then unsubscribe from our show, please. Sorry, Whoopi. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next phobia. Uh, one of the common, most common phobias is astrophobia. Oh, boy. I knew Austro- there would be an astrophobia on here eventually. Austronona, also known as Astrapophobia, Brontophobia, Peraunophobia or Tonitrophobia. Why does it have so many different names? I don't know, but I think Astrophobia is probably the closest one. Nothing to do with asses. Why? Does Actually, it- you could trigger this fear if you made your booty clap. <laughs> Speaking of Whoopi Goldberg. It's the fear of lightning and thunder. A a well-placed booty clap could trigger astrophobia. I got a friend, listener of the show, he'll know who Uh he is, he's got a hell of a booty clap. He's could give someone astrophobia which is the fear of lightning and thunder. And booty clapping. And dogs and cats are especially prone to astrophobia. When I'm walking around booty clapping, my dog is hiding under the couch for sure. The fear is more intense when the victim is alone. So, you're scared of your own booty clapping. Victims will cover their ears or hide, Uh, experience nausea, crying, trembling, sweating. Arousal. A sudden and urgent need to urinate and rapid heartbeat followed by a four-hour boner. They say if you have an erection that lasts more than four hours, call the doctor immediately because your dick could fall off. I say call the booty clapping hotline. Get some booty clapping in your ears over the phone. There is a celebrity who suffers from astrophobia fear of lightning and thunder. Just call it booty clapophobia. You want to take a guess who has it? Jodie Foster. No, but it is a woman. Rosie O'Donnell. You are actually extremely close. I don't know how you did it. Roseanne. No, hold on. Don't just name another overweight brunette comedian. Rosie O'Donnell was very close friends with and starred in the movie A League of Their Own with this singer and actress, some singer-sometimes actress, Madonna. Madonna hates the booty clap? Madonna and uh, Rosie O'Donnell were friends, they may still be friends, and played friends in the movie A League of Their Own. Like you and I on this podcast, playing friends. And Madonna is scared of lightning and thunder. Can you imagine being an adult? And being scared of lightning and thunder. I don't get it. My six-year-old is scared of thunder and I'm, even then I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What's thunder going to do to you? Well, what's a fucking picture of a pickle going to do to you on the Maury show? Scared the shit out of you, I guess. None of it makes sense. That's true. Well, you know, one- th- I got to have a booty clapping phobia episode on Maury. Oh, I'm sure he'll- if he can find a way to exploit- You know, he used to have kids on there with a disease called progeria. Do you know what progeria is? No. It's horrible. It's a disease where a child ages extremely rapidly. Uh, So, by the time a child is like a toddler, they look similar to and experience health ailments similar to that of an elderly person. And they generally don't live past adolescence because they suffer from arthritis and other things that old people, osteoporosis. And they look, I mean, they look strange because they have this disease It causes them to look elderly but be very young and Maury had them on all the time and just, I know he like he pretended to be sweet to them but it was just a whole show where it was like, look, look how strange, how strange and sad this, yeah. this child and his family's life is. Well, I mean, get mad at the families, honestly. Uh, I am and I'm mad at Maury. Yeah, I'm mad at Maury
1: a lot. You know, we talked about the booty clapping phobia. Uh-huh. Is there a phobia of when the ball sack slaps against the leg, you know that slapping noise it makes whose leg? Any leg. Any ball sack, any leg. Your own leg? Just is there a phobia or not? You're the phobia expert.
0: It wasn't on the list, and Brad Pitt doesn't suffer from it. Let's see, here's one you don't have to guess. Because the name is just pretty straightforward. Uh social phobia. Social anxiety disorder. Okay, fear of tomatoes. It's no, no. It's uh, fear or anxiety of being in a social event or situation. Oh, see, I hate these names that aren't clear in the name of the phobia. Traits exceed normal levels of shyness. Victims are or sufferers are extremely afraid of being the center of attention, blushing, stammering. Excessive sweating, nausea, trembling or even panic attacks can occur to sufferers from social phobia. I thought this was just how normal people feel all the time. I get this one. Oh, you're saying you have this phobia? Yeah, I have anxiety disorders and there's definitely some around uh, social things. Someone who has social anxiety disorder does not want you to tell their waiter that it's their birthday. Okay, well then I have this phobia. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. Uh, so, famous people who have social anxiety disorder, Howie Mandel, hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Paula Dean. She's probably afraid to go outside because everybody knows she had a plantation wedding. Donnie Osmond and Brian Wilson. Listener to the show. Which is Brian Wilson and yeah, I would, oh my God, I would love it if Brian Wilson was a listener to the show. I doubt it. Yes, he, he laid in bed for a couple of years because he also had uh, drug-related hallucinations and uh, other mental illness, maybe schizophrenia. Brian Wilson's one of my favorite artists and I saw him a few years ago in concert. I detected social anxiety disorder the entire time in him. Yeah, he has handlers. Okay, we got two phobias left. Uh, this one you might know by the name. This one's common. Agoraphobia.
1: Oh, I've heard that. What is that? Don't tell me. I've heard that. Clowns. No. Johnny Depp is afraid of clowns, though, I found out. Is the, is the fear of clowns in the top ten?
0: The fear of clowns isn't on here, no. Agoraphobia, if you need a clue, is very closely related to social anxiety. Well.
1: Talking? I don't know.
0: No. I can hear you thinking, and you're thinking wrong. It's agoraphobia. Is an anxiety disorder whereby the victims perceive certain environments outside their residence as unsafe. So it's the fear of public places and shopping malls. It can be caused by genetic and environmental factors. I actually have a little bit of this. I'm not like terrified to leave the house, but if I go to the store to go shopping, I almost always, I don't have to, but I almost always put headphones in.
1: While you're at the store?
0: Yeah, uh, I listen to music, block everything out and that seems to help a little bit. What would like to go to the store by yourself? I haven't done that in a long time. I always got a kid with me or more. Yeah, if I have a kid with me, I don't, I don't do that and it doesn't bother me. But if I am by myself, I almost always bring headphones or earbuds. But you said you listen to music and you don't listen to the Tennis Podcast? I'd never listen to myself. You're a bad example. Some famous people, some celebrities who suffer from agoraphobia. Here's a name we haven't heard yet. Kim Basinger. Who's that again? She ha- Kim Basinger. Yeah, who? who? Are you serious? Well, like, who is it? I recognize the name, but... She's a famous actress. She was in LA Confidential. I think she was nominated or even won an award for that. Uh, she was also Vicki Vale in Batman. And she was married to Alec Baldwin for many years. She had children with him. And I think uh, maybe the reason why she's afraid to go outside is because Alec Baldwin is outside. (laughs) And he keeps punching people in the face. Did he punch someone recently? I'm so out of the loop. He keeps punching. uh, I only hear about it on like other podcasts. He keeps punching paparazzi guys in the face. Recently? (laughs) Yeah. God bless you, Alec Baldwin. Listener of the show. Uh, Emily Dickinson. Now, she's dead. But before she died, she suffered from agoraphobia.
1: Brian Wilson covered that. Howard Hughes, remember him? Howard Hughes.
0: Are you looking up Howard Hughes?
1: Yeah.
0: That movie The Aviator was about it. Okay. Sorry, Brandon. I forgot to put on my remember fucking everything that's ever happened in the history of the universe hat on before recording the show today. I think almost everyone who listened to this said, oh, Howard Hughes, I know that guy. He wore Kleenex boxes on his feet. Carry on. Uh, Also, Paula Dean. We said her already. And that's because I think social anxiety disorder and agoraphobia go hand in hand. So, our final phobia on the list of most common phobias. Yeah. Mysophobia. M-Y-S-O phobia. And when I tell you what it's also known as, you'll probably guess it. AKA verminophobia. Oh, fear of mice. A ger- no, musophobia was the fear of oh, mice. Yeah. Well, didn't Fear he of have- germs? Germophobia, bacillophobia, or bacteriophobia. Yes. You called it mysophobia at the beginning. Well, that's because the- it's known by all this other shit. MYSophobia, mysophobia, the fear of contamination by bacteria and germs. Mm. It's characterized by victims constantly washing their hands. I would also assume they're genitals. Yeah. Celebrities who have this or had it, Howie Mandel has it. He's still alive. He fist bumps people because he doesn't want to shake hands, which I I don't blame. I mean, honestly. I think, yes. I, everyone who's like, oh, Howie Mandel's a germaphobe. Howie Mandel meets a lot of fucking idiots every day who'll say like, oh my God, you're the suitcase game show guy. I want to shake your hand. Yeah, and people don't wash their hands. Yes, some fucking asshole took a dump in a public bathroom, (laughs) wiped his ass, potentially smeared a little bit of shit on it, walked out and then runs into a celebrity and can't fucking help himself. Oh, Helen Mandel, I know who you are. I got to shake your hand. Are you speaking from personal experience? Talking about the kind of people who see a celebrity out and about, I have to talk to them and touch them. I have to let them know that I know who they are. Remember when Britney Spears shaved her head and when they asked her why she said she was sick of everyone touching her? Yeah. And everyone called her crazy. No. Britney Spears may suffer from some mental illnesses as a result of her shitty parents shoving her into up Mickey Mouse's asshole as a child and then Mickey shitting out a A profoundly disturbed or warped young person and then throwing them like tons of money and celebrity and fame and then everyone magically (laughs) or like can't fucking understand why she might act strange or not feel normal or not act normal. Uh, I actually feel really sorry for her for the most part. She's so lucky she's a star but she cries, cries, cries in the lonely night thinking If there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? Was that written by an angel? (laughs) Yeah, people, if you see a celebrity, the first thing that should occur to you is they don't give a fuck (laughs) who you are or what you have to say. Unless it's me and Brandon, we care. I mean, there are probably some exceptions, but for instance, I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, during And you were with me for this during a layover in our favorite airport, Atlanta. Oh
1: yeah, I remember. Yeah.
0: yeah, I saw Glenn Howerton and a couple other people were with him. Glenn Howerton who plays Dennis on It's Always Sunny. I love It's Always Sunny, I love that character, I think he's super talented. I had a chance to run over there and say, hey, I love your show and you think you're awesome but what you have to stop and think about is how many fucking times have they heard this? in their lives, what are you going to offer them? What are you offering them or are you just going off up to them and taking? Are you taking their time and their attention and a picture with them because it's going to make you feel better or you can put it on social media and everyone can kiss your ass that you met Dennis from It's Always Sunny. But don't celebrities and people that are successful always
1: say you got to take what you want, you got (laughs) to seize your dreams, you got to seize the
0: opportunity. Well, I seized the opportunity to leave him alone and let him walk with his friends to his plan. Yeah, but a part of me thinks you just did that for the attention so you could say right now that you left him alone and get all of our respect and adoration. You're the real
1: asshole here. Am I? I don't know.
0: The germaphobes. Yeah. Some familiar names on this list. Howie Mandel. Right. Covered him. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Is this, wait, is this we're on public places still? No, germaphobe. Oh, germaphobe, sorry. Okay, Michael Jackson, yeah. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Of all the phobias on here, I most relate to this one. I won't eat after people, even my own kids. I will not share a fork with anyone, even my own wife. I will not share drinks. I wash my hands like 100 times a day with soap. I wash my hands with soap after urinating, which I know most people don't. I do. People can call me a germaphobe, but like that's how you stop the spread of illnesses (laughs) by washing your hands after you use the fucking bathroom. And I hear people say, oh, I didn't touch anything. Well, I say, well, even if that's true, wash your hands from the whole fucking day up to this point of all the shit you have touched. The only time I don't wash my hands is like, for instance, if I am taking my kid to the zoo, the zoo is a very hot place and there's kids' disgusting hands all over everything. Yes. The bathrooms there, they are not the worst bathrooms I've ever been in, but I mean, it's a bathroom at a hot zoo. It's not the cleanest thing in the world. Whenever we go in there, my kid and I always say, touch nothing. Oh, yeah. I do the same thing. You just pee and then we're going to walk straight out of here because- Oh, because there's no door on those. Right. Anytime he's like, I'm going to flush, I'm like, don't. I don't care if it's got a handle on it. That handle is grosser than any monkey's ass in the zoo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 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 Michael Jackson, germaphobe Howard Hughes, Uh he is like one of the most famous, infamous germaphobes. You're just recycling through the same few celebrities over and over. Well, a lot of these celebrities I think have multiple issues. Uh, Cameron Diaz suffers from germ- is a germaphobe and I had heard this before, Donald Trump. There's no fucking way that guy is afraid of germs. You know, you'd think after raw-dogging a porn star. (laughs) He couldn't be. He probably wasn't afraid of germs but no, apparently he is a fastidious hand washer. His, his tiny sweet little hands, he loves to soap them up and, uh, and get them cleaned off. So, there you have it. You know that he's only doing that to wash the scum of all the poor people off from <laughs> that have touched him all day. <laughs> I touched somebody who was a loser and a hater. So, the 10 most common phobias. Let's hear them. Arachnophobia, that's a fear of spiders. Aphidiophobia, that's a fear of snakes. Acrophobia, that's a fear of heights, Matt Damon's got it. Aerophobia, fear of flying. Are you sure that's not a
1: fear of Aerodactyl, the Pokemon?
0: Uh, I've been learning a lot about Pokemon lately and I got to tell you, I don't care to. Cynophobia, the fear of dogs. Astrophobia, the fear of lightning and thunder. Or a booty clap. Uh Trypanophobia, fear of uh, needles, social phobia or social anxiety disorder, the fear of being social, agoraphobia, the fear of public places, and mysophobia, fear of contamination by bacteria and germs. So, there's no fear of clowns, no fear of rats, no fear of- I mean, there are those fears. Swimming. well, I'm saying I thought I would think those things are in the top 10 or drowning. Fear of dark water? Yeah. I, I'm i not afraid of dark water but uh, in college, one of my friends introduced me to what I've now come to understand as one of another very common fear is a dark water that you can't see into. Yeah. It's, it's spooky but uh, it doesn't spook me. It is spooky, yeah. And you're sure there's no ass fears on there? No assophobia? No. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Any other fears that I have? Peanut butter, I know. Peanut butter in the roof of your mouth, I know is one I always hear about. Uh, Woody Allen's got that one. It literally said that on one of these articles. They said he's got everything. Is he still alive? Yeah. Pamela Anderson is afraid of mirrors. What are the odds of that? (laughs) Which I don't understand. Uh, Orlando Bloom, pigs. You know how you said you don't like to hear yourself on the podcast? I mean, that's pretty common. Do you think that's the fear for Pamela, like she just doesn't like to see herself in the mirror? Not so much a fear as like a avoidance? You know what I mean? I don't know. She does, says she doesn't watch herself on television either. Actress Kira Sedgwick: she's married to Kevin Bacon. She is afraid of talking food, like veggie tales. Okay. I love veggie tales as a kid. She's probably scared of the California raisins, too. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of eggs. Not birds? No, uh, he did not have ornithophobia. He said, uh, I'm frightened of eggs, he once told an interviewer. That white round thing without any holes. Have you ever seen anything more revolting than an egg yolk breaking and spilling its yellow liquid? <laughs> uh, Yeah, dude, Goatsy. That was more revolting than an egg. What is Goatsy? Goatsy? That guy who spread his asshole open with his hands? Who's that? Well, don't look it up on your work computer. G-O-A-T-S-E. I've never heard of this guy. He's a meme. He's a nasty meme. (laughs) Like the blue waffle? Yeah, it's like a blue waffle. Okay, I guess. look it up on your phone. All right, I'm opening up a a private tab, incognito. G-O-A-T-S-E. T-S-E. Yeah, if you... Oh my God. I mean, all I'm seeing is a bunch of like, are you seeing memes that are imitating it? Yeah, I don't think I'm seeing the original. Oh, there it is. There's the original. Oh, no. Oh, Christ.
1: <laughs> why, why did you do this to me?
0: Oh, I, I thought you had seen... You are uh, like a connoisseur of disgusting internet things. So I figured... Uh, yeah, I, you didn't know about GoSee and you didn't know about Lemon Party. Well, that's because I think you're the real connoisseur of <laughs> gross things on the internet is what we're learning. I got trolled by people back in the day. You know, someone was like, oh, you should check out Lemon Party. Mm-hmm. And It's like meat spin. Meat spin was the thing like that for me growing up. Was meat spin the guy making a helicopter with his ding dong? And it's zoomed in on their winky and they're just spinning the winky around and around. It's shaking their hips to where their winky spins. That's kind of cool. I mean, it's not even that bad, but it's just. It sounds like Puppetry of the Penis. Puppetry of the Penis. Uh, It was something that was hot in the 90s. I saw it on an episode of Real Sex. Puppetry of the Penis? Yeah, these guys made designs and stuff out of their penis and scrotum.
1: That didn't happen.
0: Did it on an episode of Real Sex. (sighs) Matthew McConaughey is afraid of revolving doors. And Andy Roddick, is he a tennis guy? I don't know. Uh, he's afraid of the Easter bunny. Oh, well, yeah. Well, who isn't? Easter fucking giant ass talking bunny breaking into your house in the middle of the night to hide some scary Shit. holeless eggs around? <laughs> it's Alfred Hitchcock's Horse nightmare too. Yeah, the Easter bunny is a fucking rabbit that lays eggs. That's scary by itself. But he's a man-sized bunny breaking and entering a million houses. And he craps eggs. He's shitting eggs into your house when he gets in there. And also, why when you know the Easter is supposed to be the celebration of when when Jesus rose from the dead? Mm-hmm. But when he rose from the dead, I guarantee you, they didn't say hide all the fucking eggs. He's he's about to wake up. <laughs> he rose from the dead to hide the eggs. <laughs> I think I think that uh, we need to wrap up our fears. Yeah, let's wrap up our fears. I have a fear of you, the listener, not subscribing to the show or rating us five stars or following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at 10ishpod.
1: Brandon, do you have any other fears you want to talk about? Death. Taking
0: a dirt nap. Yeah, fear death. That Seinfeld episode where they're helping old people and George has that guy there at the restaurant and he's in his 80s and George is dumbfounded about why he's not obsessed with the idea of death. (laughs) And he's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, when I get old, that's all I'm going to think about or talk about. Same. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. This has been the Tennis Podcast. I'm Nick. He's Brandon. We'll be back next week with a whole new list. If you have any ideas on top 10 lists we should cover, you can tweet them to us at TennisPod or email us at TennisPod at gmail.com. We are always open to suggestions. Until next time, thanks for listening. Matt Damon and Brian Wilson and everyone else. And we will see you next time. Bye, Whoopi. And Whoopi. Get better soon, Whoopi.